live from our respective apartments. It's just meaningful plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clay and Nava and Chris Darkham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective podcast. We are in season eight. We have some Viennese waltzes, some passos, some jives, and everybody's favorite. We get to talk about rumbas today. Yeah, because the rumba is happening, Katie, is that why you said my name so sultry? Like, Chris? Yeah, I'm just really trying to get into the mood because, like, this is the bedroom dance and this is the bedroom episode. I I was feeling it. Should I be recording in my bedroom right now? I am. I, know. I always am, though. I know you are. <laughs> I know you do. (laughs) Yeah, it is. We have officially reached the midpoint of season eight because there are 11 weeks. Week six is the middle. We're here. Let's let's do it. Let's do a check in. How are you feeling about the season so far? Is it living up to your expectations? I mean, yes and no. Here's (gasps) the thing. I am feeling underwhelmed. Going into today's episode with these weeks five and six, I am just feeling ever so slightly underwhelmed. But I have to remind myself that, like, and and we'll get there when we get there because we'll we'll talk about um what a perfect thirty means and blah blah blah. And I need to remind myself that like it's okay to not be blown away by every single dance and that there's something really beautiful and simplicity of dancing. And so like I am like, no, I want the fire, I want the passion, I want this, I want that, I want like blah blah blah. And it's like, no, it's okay that they're not all completely blowing you away with every performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need perfection and excitement from every single dance a person gives, especially because we know some dances are just not right for some people, that the style yes. isn't going to be their forte. Yes. For me, I'm not necessarily underwhelmed. I just don't necessarily have a lot to say about some of these dances because mm-hmm. weeks five and six essentially give you what you expect. Everyone, when they get a style that you're like, yep, yeah, this is going to be good for them, it's good for them. If it's yeah. not, it's not. And it's really not. Essentially, the people who have been good remain good. The people who aren't as good remain at that level. Yeah. So. Also, our co-host Carver is just chilling and has decided to join us. Hi, Carver. Carver can't hear me. Carver, he said, meow, meow. Meow, meow, meow. It, oh. takes, it takes five meows to say hello? Yeah. Okay. Well, Carver You're turned. Not fluent. Well, Carver turned away, and so once again, either you translated poorly, or I am being snubbed. I mean, he is Christine Bransky. Bransky, yep. As somebody Brad who Snowowski. has. <laughs> as, as, <laughs> as someone who has now finished the first season of the Gilded Age. Let's just say Carrie Coon, spoiler alert for the Gilded Age, since Carrie Coon triumphs in her attempts to finally, if not win over, at least win the battle of 
of Baranski and Donna Murphy versus Carrie Coon. I just know it's going to happen for me. Even though her, her dress in the finale is underwhelming because she has some great outfits all throughout. And then she just has this weirdly cut black and white thing. It's, it is unfortunate, but she's beautiful anyway. Is, is Gilded Age worth checking out? I enjoyed it. For me, for me, would I get, would I get joy out of watching it? I don't know because like not very much happens but I, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. Okay. A somewhat promising reveal. I I feel like if you watch the premiere, because the premiere is the longest episode by far. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's like an hour and 20, as opposed to the rest being like 50 to an hour. Okay. Um, and basically, if you can't get on board with the premiere of not very much really happens. Yeah. Then then you won't like the rest of the show. Okay. 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 I can do that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about a Viennese waltz. It is our first eliminated couple, David Allen Greer and his partner Kim Lakes for Days Johnson. Chris, what you think? What an interesting choice of a Viennese waltz. It's like Vegas showgirly. Kim has feather fans. It was not at all what I expected. You're a Viennese girl. Did you like this at all? No, I hated it. I, I knew I hated you were it. Hate it. Yeah, no, I didn't get it. And like, we've been sold that Viennese waltzes are these like, romantic they are transport me back to vienna so why why the feathers where was the rise and fall where was the fluidity like what i did not get it i did not understand it i blame i don't know if i blame him i don't know if he i don't know it just it did not work for me i will say i think it's okay to say this in the dance off between him and Lawrence he did score higher so I don't know if it got better I don't know but it did not work for me maybe the thought was oh this would be a good thing for the showman David I I don't exactly know because to me it wasn't necessarily the the stylistic trapping of it there just weren't enough spins there wasn't enough up no. and down it where was felt- the rise and fall it felt more like a foxtrot. I'll agree. I I was like, I don't even know what it felt. It just didn't, It yeah, it just did not feel like a Viennese waltz at all. Some of the choreography was nice. His leg extensions were good. It, it That was the frustrating thing. It's like, he didn't look bad, but like, it wasn't the dance that he was supposed to be doing and then i understand like your point of being like oh you know maybe we're just gonna show allow him to show off a little bit more of his showman ability but like it just felt it feels in line with kim because that's what kim has had to do with some of her contestants over the seasons but it didn't feel in line with him i guess i just it just it didn't work for me 
I agree. And, and then I felt so bad because then the judges, like, it didn't really work with, for the judges either. And you could just tell he was so, like, frustrated and disappointed. And you can tell that, like, in his mind, like, because I think, you like, he is someone who is clearly so devoted to the show. And he is someone who is truly giving it his all. And so then to go out there and just keep, like, you're not getting consistent remarks from the judges. You're not doing consistent dances. So, like... You can just see the frustration written all over his poor face. Mm -hmm. And if I were him, I would be frustrated that he doesn't outlast somebody who's kind of already worn out his welcome, but we'll get to him in a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, to me, because they danced to I Put a Spell on You, and personally, uh -huh. if I were Kim, I just would have pretended to be a swamp witch and then called it a day. Would Pull you have pretended to be a ghost? Either one of those would have worked better. Yeah. Why Vegas? I, yeah. So a seven, an eight, and a seven for a 22. As Katie mentioned, for the dance-off, he improved it to a 24, all eights, uh, which was four points higher than his fellow dance-off member, Lawrence. Mm -hmm. But David Allen Greer was the one to fall. Would you like to eulogize him? just say i've gone on a journey with him and in the end i really do find him quite charming and he has gone too soon it is it is just unfortunate and i applaud the dedication that he brought to the show i think he was a great addition to the cast i loved the relationship he seemed to develop with samantha backstage it just he was a true delight mm -hmm. Well, if you ask me, we'll never hear from David Allen Greer again. <laughs> Still funny. <laughs> and then there was someone else. The contestant who was sent home in week six. Who, if we're honest, should have gone home at least two weeks ago. Yeah. With his partner Lacey Schwimmer... It is the ever-injured Steve-O. How did you feel about his mime Viennese waltz? Yeah, what in the go- A wild beast- I'm sorry, I know we don't cuss on this podcast, but like, what in the GD H-E double hockey sticks? Why is he a mime? What are we doing? It feels- I'm just like so frustrated with Lacey because I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, there's a difference between going for shtick and going for whatever and like- there's no point in being a mime in a Viennese waltz. It didn't make sense. Like, I, it just didn't, I am just frustrated, Chris. I am just frustrated. It, 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 to me, I think doing a character, doing a, a bit, doing a thing, in this case was vaguely the right choice because it's clear Steve-O can't do all the technique. So turning it, turning things into a bit, turning things into that, is like, you know what? she's doing what can what the pros usually have to do for their older contestant in this case it's just steve-o it just is frustrating you're not wrong if i were to give constructive criticism to his dancing he is very hunched over he needs to put his shoulders back he needs to lengthen his spine he needs to 
pull his butt in, and I think that fixes a lot of the issues I had with this dance. It's not going to make everything perfect, because it, he just... Movement of lyrical sweep just doesn't seem to be in his wheelhouse right now, and who knows if that's pain, or who knows if that's he just can't do it. But the shine has worn off. You were endeared by him. Clearly, you aren't endeared by him anymore. His time passed. Are you still endeared by him? Okay, fine. Go for it. No, I'm not still endeared by oh, him. Oh, okay, because you had just like a a shirt-eating grin on your face for a minute, and I was like, ugh, I'm going to have to sit here and listen to this. No, no. Okay, I mean, okay. I still find him like mildly charming, but I am not like endeared. I am not like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't feel this like need to defend. I'm not like, yeah. oh, but good job because you at least made it through the routine. Like I'm feeling none of that. So it's like for this dance, the routine was fine. And my whole thing is it just it really looks like work to him. It never mm-hmm. looks like, easy to him. It never looks natural for him. And so it's just you can only watch that for so long. Yeah. I I applaud his effort. He's clearly giving this his all. Yeah. He's yeah. trying. It's just it's not working. And it's not helping that his packages are it, like his package in this week especially is so much of the brand of humor of his MTV show Jackass. Yeah. And I'm like this is not for me. In any well, way. the next week, okay, so let's, it, he scores an 18, I think we're fine to move on to yep. week six. He performs a, shoot, where is he on my list? He performs a rumba, how could I forget that? And with that package, it was all about, like, farting. And I was just like, why? Like, I know why, but why? Like, <clears throat> this is a chance to show me a different side to him. Why are you just showing me jackass-esque humor in some ways they have showed a lot of the other side of him i i'm not defending it because i did not enjoy it at all yeah but but no i hear you because they have shown a different yeah he's rarely had a chance to be funny up until these weeks but i'm like i don't find any of this funny correct he doesn't dance through the moves it's just kind of like i'm gonna hit it and that's it. And so therefore, like, he doesn't dance into them. He doesn't dance out of them. He just kind of puts his arm out or does the thing. Um, that's it. He just, he outstayed his welcome by a long way and the end. I will say that the rumba was a little bit better than I would have thought it would be. But I completely agree. Like, it wasn't fluid. And the poses that he would hit felt stiff and unnatural again. Not a ton of hips, but they had decent connection between them. And it just, like, it did surprise me a little bit more than what I thought it would. But then, like, Len tears into it. And Len is like, there was no dancing. Like, what were you doing out there? Blah, blah, blah. And Len scores at a four. So I was like, well, maybe I was just, like, impressed by the trappings of it. And maybe he didn't actually do that well. I I was kind of on Len's side, and part of it is because I was just, I was just feeling to myself, man, I'm done watching him struggle through these. Yeah. Because he's been struggling for weeks, and there's no improvement. Well, now you are done watching him struggle through them. Thank goodness. Our long national nightmare is over. 
seven, four, five for a score of 16. We've eulogized him, right? I have a feeling we'll never hear of Steve-O again. And then let's move on to our still living contestants. Our remaining people! <laughs> Are you still going to be excited? Because first out of the gate, we're talking about Chuck Wicks and his partner, Julianne Huff. Ugh, no, I will not. In week five, they perform a Viennese waltz. Okay, can I complain about something for a moment? Yeah. I'm really frustrated that the people who danced a Viennese waltz in this week also then went on to dance a rumba the next week. Completely agree. And that the Pasa Doble people did a... Jive? No, the Pasa Doble people, I don't know if all oh, of them did, they did but quite uh, a few of them had done an Argentine, Argentine tango, tango the week before. Yeah. Yeah. Because I especially noticed it, for example, I've already said, wow, Sean did a... Vi- did a waltz week one. Now she's done another Viennese, she's done a Viennese waltz, and then she follows that up with a rumba. And I was like, how many serious dances do we need to give Sean Johnson? I know, I don't get it. I don't get what we're doing. It's just a weird order and selection of who's doing it. And I get that they're trying to balance, oh, who's doing a Latin round, who's doing a ballroom dance. And I get that, but can't you just like switch some of them up sometimes? I would if I were the producers, but apparently this I'm is not. Just a, this is just a weird mixing of what dance is following the next for some of these people. No, so I completely we get, agree. We get two romantic dances for the lovebirds. I'm, I should technically save this rant for the rumba, but I just don't even care and I'm just going to do it now. He is so patronizing to her and he clearly does not actually respect her as his teacher. And it is so gosh darn frustrating to watch because then I feel like maybe not necessarily in these two weeks, but then in previous weeks, I feel like Julianne is going out there with routines that she would not give normal contestants and that she's clearly like trying to make her boyfriend happy and I am just so frustrated by all of it I really don't like him I did not think I would dislike him this much but there's just like he can do no right in my eyes at this point so the Viennese waltz I thought that the performance was definitely elevated and he was going much bigger than he has in the past but it didn't feel like authentic is the only word I can come up with and I don't know if that's the right word but it just it it never it feels like he's doing it because he was told to do it and not because he thinks I don't I don't know I don't know what I'm saying but Mm -hmm. I just I didn't care for it um I felt more connection between them but it still felt like Julianne did much more than he did and I am so annoyed because the judges seem to want to love him so bad. And so it's like, he will have one halfway decent dance and they will be like, there's Chuck, you're phenomenal. You are such a good dancer. Look at your performance. And it's like, he did one good dance. Shut up. But maybe I just really don't like him. Oh, I couldn't tell. And this is why we're doing the week five order and not ending with this Um, okay. I, I will talk about my feelings on the rumba package. In a minute. In a minute. Um, 
I thought that Julianne's choreography for this was really simple, and I thought it was really easy to like and get into. Um, I, I, like, I, agree with your assessment. It's just funny to, like, use that phrasing, because it's like, no, I didn't like it. Uh, well, I'm saying I liked the choreography and I liked the routine. Now let me talk about his execution of that. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> there is the difference. Um... Just his upper half of his body, he cannot get that posture correct. Mm-hmm. And it looks unnatural. His neck in both weeks cranes forward. Mm-hmm. And so it makes him look a combination of hunched and just weirdly tense and extended. Mm-hmm. So it's not good. Um, and yet, as a as a whole, I was like, you know what? It wasn't a memorable dance. It wasn't a thrilling dance, but it was nice. And he was generally better at it. Uh, but I'm I'm more charitable at this one because I thought the package for them was fine on that one. So I wasn't going in sort of in a in a blind rage heat. I wasn't either. Yeah, well, <laughs> well we're gonna get there on the rumba. This Viennese waltz scores a 7, an 8, and an 8 for a 23. Chuck has awoken from hibernation. Shut up, judges. Don't talk to them like that. I know, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to. It's what Chuck brings out in me. Well, now the rumba. Have you said everything you want to about the package? Because I yeah. will say my piece then. Yeah. Many, many things here. Number one. You're absolutely right. He just doesn't like to hear criticism of himself from Julianne when she's just trying to teach him. And yes, she's kind of going like short clipped, like we're, we're doing this, do this. And he's like, I don't like how you're, you're talking to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she is teaching you and she's teaching aggressive because you're not responding to anything else. But then you get mad if she's aggressive. So what is she supposed to do? Not teach you at all? I mean, that's clearly what he wants. Um, hearing them have to talk because they're dancing a rumba, so they're like, oh, this is the dance of love, and we're dating, so we don't want to hear from the judges that we don't look in love, so we really gotta work hard this week, we really gotta do this, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, losing my lunch. And then, they're like, oh, you know what, we just need to rediscover our connection, so let's go to the site of our first date. And Katie, where did they go? The Santa Monica Pier. And, Katie, and what did they go on? They went on the Ferris wheel. And Katie, when we went to go see the television show Dancing with the Stars taped live, where is a place that we went? The Santa Monica Pier. And what's a thing that we went on? The Ferris wheel. Where we fell in love. And we shared our first kiss. (laughs) And Chris, who was our Uber driver on the way to the Santa Monica Pier? Uh, A queen. An icon. A woman who just needs her Bacardi and orange juice. (laughs) she'll ever listen to our podcast (laughs) should we 
should we interview her? Let's <laughs> find Latoya and just be like, yo, girl. Hey, girl, we just wanted to talk. Do you remember the time you took us to Santa Monica Pier? And we were in the car for like an hour together. Yeah, and you told us never to take this one road, and then the next Uber that the we got 305. in took, specifically took the 305. Do you remember that? Because she was like, oh, based on what time it is, avoid this like the plague. And we're like, girl, we will do anything you tell us to. Yeah, we were like, you're our lord and savior, lord Mirabalos. Your word is God. <laughs> lord Mirabalos and the virgin Latoya. <laughs> Favorite, 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 favorite pictures of myself is the one that you took of me on the Santa Monica um, Ferris wheel. I like the one of you on the beach turned around. Oh, yeah. The sun in the background. It looks really cool. Yeah, it does look very beautiful. But we're not talking about us. We're talking about this stupid rumba. Yeah, Um, it was aggressive. His face is so angry. Yeah. Yeah, it was aggressive. I mean, it was, like, fine enough that I forgot that I, like, really don't like him for a portion of the dance. And then I was like, oh, it's Chuck and Julianne. And then I went back to not liking him. So, I mean, it just, it it was a rumba. It was stupid. Of course, we ended the night with them. It was dumb. He was so aggressive. He had halfway decent hips. But, again, it just... He danced the moves fine. I just couldn't get over his face. No. Why couldn't he smile? Why did he have to look pissed off in this romantic dance? Julianne was smiling. Yeah. Why was he, "Mm, I'm mad. I'm a man. I show my love through anger. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't like that. (laughs) No idea. Like, literally no idea. But the judges like it. Len thinks it's too raunchy. And I'm like, it wasn't too raunchy. It just wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just the... Sorry, Len. ...truth. I need a quick cussing. That is just the GD truth. <laughs> so, an 8, a 7, and an 8. Chuck stays on a 23. And you know what? I'm going to answer you right now, Chris. Who do I want to go home next week? Chuck Wicks. Thank you so much for asking. I mean, we're going to say it until it happens. Yep. Next up, LT and ES. It's Lawrence Taylor and Lady Legwarmer, the editor Slavinska. In week five, they are performing a pasta doble. Chris, did Warren tackle the bullfighter? I think this was too ambitious. Yeah. Lawrence talks a lot about how for both his Argentine and his Paso, they are dancing to instrumental music both times. And Mm -hmm. he finds that harder to connect to, and he finds it hard to find the timing for. Mm -hmm. This song, especially at the beginning when it is so slow, Mm -hmm. I agreed. It was very hard to find the beat. It was very Mm -hmm. hard to find the time of it. Mm -hmm. As it got faster, I thought it got better. I was more convinced Completely um, agree. But, yeah, I think with the, both the music selection and some of the choreography, this was a little ambitious for him. It just is so interesting to me because I would have thought someone who, you know, is this aggressive, defensive football player, like, you would think that, like, 
he would be able to bring such a fire to the ballroom. And, like, it oddly, I feel like he has, like, too kind of a face. And so it just wasn't aggressive enough. And, like, it didn't have the <clears throat> that I wanted from him. Um, and I completely agree. I think that the routine was incredibly ambitious. But I, I would rather maybe have her push him on an ambitious routine that he can't do super well than give him a super basic watered down routine. I don't know. I don't know where I would land you, on would it. You, would you say that for any dance if it wasn't the Paso? I think I'd say it for any dance, okay. yeah. I was just curious. Yeah. I mean, I guess the only one I could maybe be like, yeah, you can dumb it down as, like, maybe a waltz because it doesn't need to be that flashy. Mm -hmm. But, like, for basically any dance, I would rather you push them and maybe they just do... I mean, I want them to do better than okay. That's the problem, is if if they're just going to give me okay, then maybe you do scale it back a bit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly where I land with it. But I was okay with her pushing him in this instance, and I think it didn't pay off the way that she was hoping it would. But I applaud them for trying. Mm -hmm. His butt came out at times. He had decent Spanish lines. It just didn't quite come all together for me. Yeah. I did like the swing move of Edita, where he like swung her between his legs and then back. I'm a little less enamored of it, knowing that they are going to do it again in their jive. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, I get that it was cool, but you did it two weeks in a row. And that's the only sort of criticism that I will ever offer Edita Slavinska. Wow. So you hate her? Daddy, I love her. <laughs> As it is, it scores a 26-7-7. At first I was like, Katie, it does not score a 26. You're just going to barrel <laughs> through. 20. 6 7. So, but... That is the only criticism that I will offer you, Katie, because... That's a lie. That's just a bold-faced lie. (sighs) I love you for lying to me, but that's a bold-faced lie. In week six, they perform a jive. We have leg warmers on Edita in the performance. Chris, how are we feeling? I'm curious to know if you... How are the same how I feel? I loved Edita in this dance. She spins a lot. She's great. Mm-hmm. He is so very careful. He is so very tentative. Mm-hmm. I just wanted him to let loose and just mm-hmm. jive. He just... I I want to like Lawrence so much more than I do right now. Mm-hmm. He's just not progressing enough he's not going far enough and it's making me disappointed yeah no I completely agree because it just feels like there should be more improvement than what we're seeing because I and and I don't know if this comes down to the choreography she's giving him and that because that is so difficult that we're not seeing the progression that we'd like to see I don't know exactly where it all is at but um this jive was a very smooth jive like it was very small what he was doing i felt was small it was smooth it was pretty flat-footed there were not many kicks i thought it needed more energy 
but it worked for him. Like, but that's the the persona that he kind of gives you all the time. So I was like, well, I don't love this as a jive, but on him, I don't hate it. Because if this was a jive done by, like, Gilles, Sean, whoever, with, like, no kicks and I would be livid. I would be beyond livid. But for some reason, he's able to kind of pull it off. I, see, I didn't, I'm just disappointed by him, so I can't be, I don't feel like I can be generous. Yeah, that's fine. Because I, I don't dislike him. That's the other problem. I still like yeah. him, but he's just not becoming what I wish that he was. Yeah. It's not like there's not potential there. Mm-hmm. He's just not finding it. Mm-hmm. This jive scores 22, 7, 7, and an 8 from Bruno. There's an improvement. (laughs) And rather than talk about improvement, let's talk about consistency. Let's talk about Shawnee J and Mark Ballas. Marky B. Their Viennese waltz in week five, as we said, is the second time she is doing a waltz style in five weeks. Yep. I'd rather see her do a paso. Oh, 100%. I'd rather see her do anything exciting. That's the thing is, like, I don't feel like she's really given us, like, she hasn't been given the opportunity to dazzle us quite yet. Like, yeah, she had the Lindy Hop, but, like, she hasn't done anything to blow me away yet. Yeah. She is at a disadvantage in this dance. Mm -hmm. She's so short that getting rise and fall action with Mark is, like, basically impossible. Yep. Okay, so it isn't there. <laughs> yep. No, I literally, I was like, well, where's my rise and fall? And I was like, well, I mean, Mark's giving it to me, but, like, she just literally cannot. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just, like, a good classic Viennese. Yes. Just, it was fluid, it was beautiful, it was, you know, timeless, it was easy, it just, it felt very classic Viennese. Agreed. I thought it was really sweet. I thought it was a good routine for her. Mm-hmm. I loved that one move where she kept one leg on the ground and then the mm-hmm. other up in the air as Mark spun her around. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really nicely done. It just, there were some gorgeous moments. There were some, there was a lot of good in this. But we've seen her do lovely and sweet already. So you know what we should do? We should do lovely and sweet next week with a rumba. Well, this Viennese gets a 989. Oh, are you done? Did you want to say things? No. Okay, 989, 26. So the rumba. I I have a problem with Mark on this one. Okay, I'm being talk honest. To talk to me. Because you say, oh, let's do lovely and sweet. So I have been pleased with how tasteful and age-appropriate Mark has gone so far this season with her. Mm-hmm. I don't think the rumba is is the right routine for her. The way the way that he does it, I think it needed to be more innocent. Yeah, it was it was too sexy. Yeah, and I get that that's a rumba, but I was just like, no. 
I know that's the frustrating thing because I was going to be like, well, how do you like, I mean, I know how you, or I know that you can, but it's like, but how seen, do you? We've seen sexless rumbas yeah. before. Yeah. But he went in the direction, I mean, just from the second we saw her costume, I was like, oh no. I know. I thought the same thing. I was like, this is going to be a bedroom rumba. And Carrie Ann says, I could. I could see in your eyes you were uncomfortable at the beginning and it got better as it went along. So maybe, but like, we just didn't really talk about it, which I was kind of happy that we didn't talk about it in the package because I don't need, I have a 17 year old. We're doing a rumba. You have to be in love with me. You don't know how to be in love with me. (laughs) We've done that song and dance enough. I thought it was fine. Usually about the husband. Yeah. Don't talk about the husband. Eat some bread, Katie. I thought the rumba was, like, fine. I mean, it's a rumba. We know how we feel. You've been here. We've done these enough. I know that you know how we feel about them. I could have used a bit more fluidity and connecting of movements from them. And I thought at times her hips were good but i could have used more consistent hips throughout the routine i didn't love it but i thought this was great choreography if if, i agree with all the execution points you said Mm -hmm. uh because if it was more connected if there was more hip i might have been super into this rumba because as is i was like wow i'm liking this rumba choreography i'm Mm -hmm. into it so if Sean had been able to execute fully, I might have been like, wow, one of the great rumbas of all time. I know I've said that about a rumba before, and I have no idea what ones I've actually liked. And you know what? Mm-hmm. That's fine. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, I remember liking the Joey and Edita one. I couldn't even pull a name of who I liked. But I know I have liked a rumba before. <laughs> yeah. Probably Mario. Did Mario ever do a rumba? I don't know, but if he did... He probably oof. loved it. <laughs> Are you blushing just thinking about it? My cheek is swelling even more. <laughs> For the record, yeah. Chris just had an oral procedure done, so he <laughs> looks a little bit like a chipmunk on one side of his face. But he's still really cute. <sighs> pose, pose, work. Uh, uh, uh. What was that? Okay. Sometimes that really worked for our audio medium, Chris. Sometimes I think back to when we started this podcast, and I was like, "I'm gonna keep my general persona of like we're not gay on like online yeah. or in yeah. record." And now here I am, just like voguing for the camera and, and just like. Putting on the the gay voice that I would use with other people, where I'm just like, oh, we're like code switching. I'm like, what a what a year and a half journey this podcast has been. Honestly, I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. Do I wish maybe I didn't have to listen to so many Diana references? Yeah, sure, <laughs> but I love it. Hey, that was weeks ago. <laughs> what has my brain moved on to now? I mean, we've into the woods. <gasps> I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm so sorry. Okay, so did we say the score? I don't know. Say it. I don't have it up. Um, Neither do I. It scores. It scores a 26, right? I 
Where's my freaking yeah, twenty six, eight nine nine. Carrie Ann. And I will say, Carrie Ann in the Viennese Waltz forgives the lift. But it's at the end. I agree it is with at the her. End. That like yeah. because they're allowed to do like an artistic ending. Yeah. And so him picking her up to walk off, because it's not like they do another move after he lifts her. Yeah. So I was like, if she doesn't let this lift go, then what what's are we the point? Yeah. Pol- lift police brutality. <laughs> but thank God she let it go. All right, moving right along to Melissa Rycroft and her partner, Tony Davalani, performing a pasta doble. Do you think she was appropriately intense and angry? <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go with no. At one point, she literally smiled, and I it it made me smile because you could tell like this is so not her persona. Mm-hmm. Her face was bad. Yeah, it her was angry not. Face she's, was bad. She's not an actor, and we find out in the next week that in a bonkers move, in my opinion, from Tony. He didn't really work on the character with her. They were more focused on getting the steps down. Well, and they were hoping that come game day, she would be able to, like, do the character. Which, like, I get to a point. But I think it's odd. Because she's so bubbly. Because she is so just, like, sweet and wonderful. I would think for an intense character, you would want to work on that more. But I also understand it because this dance had so much content in it. Yeah. Because it did. It really did. That said, I also thought she fell behind sometimes. Yes. With it. Yeah. Like, I never thought the pasta was going to be good for Melissa, but this was still a letdown. Oh. You were disappointed in the dance? Yes. Oh. I really enjoyed it. I didn't think she had the character. And then again, she was just, she was behind. She wasn't in sync. I saw it at times, but I didn't think she was consistently not in sync. Well, yeah, it wasn't consistently, but it was noticeable. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was a pretty good passo as far as like choreography went. Um, At times it lacked control, but I kind of liked that about it. Her lines were incredible, which is not shocking at all. Um, Tony was very intense. I was going to say they were intense. She was not intense. Tony was very intense. But, like, I got exactly what I expected from her. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than you did. I can tell. The judges. I was I was consistent with Len and Carrie Ann, who gave it eights. Mm-hmm. Bruno gave it a nine, though, so it scored 25 out of 30. Yeah. All right, Melissa has to dance a romantic dance. She needs to dance as though she has a ring on her finger. So funny. So funny. The way the audience like goes, oh, and then goes, aw, and then laughs because Tony goes, I think I want to rethink that analogy. Like, Tony truly, like, she's like, oh, yeah, on my empty ring finger. And then it's just like silence from Tony where he's like, I think I did a bad, a bad analogy. Like, just, just, I, I love this partnership so freaking much. I think it is one of the, 
Oh, I don't even know. I was going to say one of the strongest, but, like, I think there are a lot of really, really strong partnerships. Like, I think Kim and Derek are great. I think Sean and Mark are great. These two are great. Jill and Cheryl are great, but they don't quite have that same, like, buddy energy as the other three. But, like, we've got some really great partnerships this season. They're, like, a great part. They're a great dance partnership. Yeah. They're not necessarily, like... Friendly. Best friends, yeah. Yeah. So this Rumba, I wish that she looked up more. She was tending mm-hmm. to interpret romantic as, I'm going to keep my eyes down, mm-hmm. or I'm going to keep my eyes nearly closed. Mm-hmm. But she danced it really well. That part where she just slowly drops into the splits. Oh, gorgeous. I mean, it was a rumba for me. Like, I enjoyed it, but, like, I, it was a rumba. Um, I could have used more hips at times, and I just, they really do look so right together. Like, they just look beautiful out there. Mm -hmm. She is quite the dancer. Yes. Like, I agree. It's still a rumba. I did not love this rumba, but I was so, this time, I was so impressed with her. Mm Mm-hmm. Thank God. She's just right i i know am i all in on melissa rycroft i hope i pray to god there's a world in which i'm like am i genuinely gonna get to the finale and be mad that she doesn't win maybe and i never thought that was going to happen she is a delight chris she is a delight and she's so good and it's tony's best work like i think cheryl is doing some of her best work in terms of like choreography performance like Mm -hmm. dancing i think tony is doing some of it like we haven't seen this tony since stacy like Mm -hmm. getting to see the pros just like emerge and you get to see them at like their best self too like there is just something so gorgeous about that I, uh, yes, but, like, me in 2009 would hear me and feel betrayed. Me in All-Stars had to be 2012 or 2013? 2014, I think. Because it was Abby's graduation, right? No, that's well before. Abby's graduation is Eminem 2.0. Oh, okay, Uh, okay, okay, okay. No, uh... It's it's my sophomore year of college, so it has to, and it's the fall, so it's the fall of 2012. Okay. Um, and, like, me in 2012 would be so betrayed to hear me, like, on Team Melissa, and yet, here we are. Welcome to the dark side. We're happy to have you. Also, real quick time out from Dancing with the Stars. Have you watched Kenobi? Of course not. Are you not going to watch it? Of course not. Why not? I don't need endless IP. Like. What's IP? Intellectual property. Like, I don't need just like, oh, let's just have these franchises and we're just going to do like works in. Like, I've never seen The Mandalorian. I haven't either. Okay, then why are we excited about Kenobi? I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, then why are we excited about Kenobi? Because I love Obi-Wan Kenobi. Okay, cool 
I was just wondering. I didn't realize. I'm sorry, that seems so rude. But I'm just like, I don't need like endless franchise things and like, oh, we have this and like blah, 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 blah. Like for me, Star Wars, I like, I mean, I saw Rogue One and I did not like Rogue One. Whereas other people were like, yeah, Rogue One, woo. And I was just Mm -hmm. like, it did nothing for me. Um, So like, I've always been a, I will accept the movies and that's all I need. And then also Rise of Skywalker made me, is one of the worst big movies I've ever seen. Correct. Um, and so that really sapped all of my Star Wars energy. And yet I was still so thrilled to go to Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And it, like, uh, so great. Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I touched a nerve and I did. And I apologize. It wasn't a Moving nerve. Right I was just along. like, why are we talking about it? Um, all nines, 27 for Melissa and Tony's rumba. A fair score. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about Gilles because I got, <laughs> I got things to say. Oh, all right. Well, in week five, he is doing a pasta doble because of course he is. And he starts it shirtless because of course he does. Because of course he does. Because thank you, Cheryl, for giving us all what we wanted. But then Cheryl puts a jacket on him. I know. Screw you, Cheryl. <laughs> Love the start and stop in this. It felt very yep. fiery. I wish every now and then in a Paso Doble, I wish he would just pop a little at the end of a move. Yep. To really hit it a little bit more. Yep. But it, because he tends to dance a little bit smoother. And in the Paso, mm-hmm. I just needed more hit. But yes. it's great. He can do anything. It's so good. This is, it's just not fair how like incredible he is. It just does not feel fair that someone can come on this show and excel in the way that he has. And they talk a lot in this package about the pressure of getting a 30. And Tom says it is the first 30 since Sabrina Bryant in season five, week five. Mm -hmm. And that just feels so bonkers to me. And I am so sad that we have moved into this era where 30s are expected constantly. And... I I love the excitement of getting a 30. I love the rarity of getting a 30. And this Paso scores very well. But I am almost happy that it does not score a 30. Even though I think it might kind of be worthy of one. Because it's like, I don't want Gilles to expect them all the time. And I want him to genuinely... And if you don't get a 30, you're a disappointment. I want him to earn them mm-hmm. every week. And okay. and he is. And I appreciate that from him. Also, to clarify for the listener, um, it, it, Tom said it was the earliest a 30 had been given since Sabrina. Not the first 30 since Sabrina's. Oh, okay. Well, I completely missed that. But it's still... Oh, my wait, point still stands. You didn't get... The- Okay. No, I thought he said it was the first 30 since Melissa, and I was like, or since Sabrina, and I was like, has it really been that long? No, because Christy Yamaguchi was there. Well, um, yeah, that's what I was like. I, I'm like, but to be this. to be fair, because in seasons six and seven, there were only two people who got 30s. Yeah. Because only Christy and only Brooke scored perfect 30s. 
Yeah. Um, so I, I guess I hear that, but no. Um, he was saying it was the earliest someone had gotten a 30 since Sabrina, and then she went okay. home the next week. Yeah. Um, so I it, maybe that changes the entirety of your rant. Um, kind of, but I still stand by it. I, I get what you mean. I just, I think... It's not necessarily an expectation, but it's like, a, oh, if we don't get a 30, we're a disappointment, so we always need a 30. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. the judges are like, oh, we need to give everything a 30, which I think is very different. Now, of course, we are going to get towards an era where it's going to be like, oh, that was very, very good. It must be a 30 then, which is sort of a yeah. different. Oh, but, that was mildly exciting. Here's a 30. Yeah. So this is a 10, a 9, and a 10. So Len spoils the 30 for 29. Here's the thing. I left this dance and I thought, is this like 20 seasons early for a forerunner to Juan Pablo and Cheryl? Is this another person that should have given Cheryl her third win and they just don't? And it's wrong? I And I don't know if it's wrong. We're going to have to wait and see. Because right now I want Melissa, even though, like, I recognize Sheila is so great. I know. I know. And Sean is there. How is this who I am? This Paso really reminded me of another Paso that you love. And I wondered, I'm like, I want to see Sheila do Karina's choreography. Okay, because I was getting mad for a minute. I was like, nothing will ever be that dance. No, thought, no. Could you, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine Gilles and Cheryl dancing that exact dance? That's what I'm, I, I want to yeah, see I know, that. I know, that's what you're saying. And I'm like, because that, <laughs> could you imagine? That, that choreography is some of the best choreography the show has ever seen, bar none. Ever, ever. Okay, I... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna think about that after the show. I am I going to right tweet now. at Cheryl Burke and Sheila Marini every day until they meet up and do the choreography. So Gilles has been in the first place spot for five weeks in a row. Dun, he's, dun, a, dun. he's about to tumble. Dun, dun, dun. To what second place? <laughs> yeah, I think. No, third. Tied tied for third with Sean. <gasps> Tied for third. God forbid. Dun, dun, dun. So this jive I think is flawed from the start and it's not necessarily his fault. The song? It's a hard rock jive. Yeah. Um, Which is hard to be like fun and loose jivey in. Mm-hmm. So he does his best to bridge those two styles but but it does not make sense to me no it i wish it could be freer you can tell how confident cheryl is in him because he has like three solos throughout the dance oh yeah no he can hold his own like no other contestant can um i was excited just for the fact that like this jive was kind of like like be careful with how i word this no um, don't be careful don't be careful it was the first jive, and it's also the last jive of the evening, keep in mind, where, like, the feet from him were exactly what I had been looking for with, like, the energy and the kicks and the flicks and all of that stuff. And so I was so 
happy for that. But I kind of do agree with you where, like, it needed to be looser. It needed, it was, like, too precise for me. I don't know. But it was good. It was a good jive. Why did you have to be careful about that? Because I'm trying not to expectations spoil for how I feel about a different jive. But it's not in the way that you think. This is what I was trying to avoid. Okay. okay. This well, is what I was trying to avoid. Well, yeah, but now I don't know. I truly don't know which way we're going. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I was trying to avoid. So I just didn't really want to do it, and I did it, and I'm sorry, and I love you, and we'll be fine. So the mm. Jive scores a 989, a 26. Len echoes criticism from the week before that he feels as though their dances are starting to feel a bit frantic, and he wants them to work on that. And I think that's why he lowered it to an eight. It's almost like she's just putting in so much that Mm -hmm. that's what's making it feel frantic because she can do so much. Yes. But but sometimes you need to scale back. Mm -hmm. I think it would be fun to see him do like a Viennese or just a waltz to see what they do and what can they do simply. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like so frustrated with the producers is because it's like, I just want him to have a nice ballroom routine. Has he even had a ballroom routine? That's like, Okay, can I spoil something? Because then I was really curious and I wanted to look. I looked at what dance he's going to do next week. Do you want to know what he's going to dance? Yes. He will be dancing a Viennese waltz. Thank God. Because it's like, he's done From my lips to God's ears. Now I'm like going back and like looking. So he did the samba. He's done an Argentine tango. He's done a paso. He's done a jive. I'm like, where is the ballroom? He did a quick step. Yeah, okay, one. Yeah, he hasn't done enough ballroom. Because Argentine tango is ballroom as well, but, like, he hasn't done, like, a smooth dance. And we need that Argentine tango's being ballroom just, I don't know, like, it feels like a technicality. Because, like, I know that they are, but I'm like, but are they really? Like, but they're not a waltz. They're not a foxtrot. They're not a, you know. Okay. So, we ready to move on? Yep. We move on to the bull rider. Being the bull fighter. It's Ty Murray and Chelsea Hightower performing a pasta doble. And, you know, I found Ty's dances in both weeks to be slightly disappointing, to put it lightly. Um, his paso, his intense looks more like a blank stare. His timing was a hair off. I wanted a bit more raw from him, but it's also like exactly what I expect. Like I expect him in a paso to come off a little stiff. I don't expect him to be able to nail it. So I think that kind of speaks to your text that you had sent me where it's like, it kind of goes exactly how you expect it to go. I, w- I did my best while watching Ty's dances to not be immediately biased against him. I think I did mm-hmm. a generally good job of, of that. Um, this dance felt so short to me. And I maybe yeah. it was just me, but I was like, this felt the shortest dance of all of them. Yeah, you said he wanted raw. I needed strength in his non-dominant arm. Mm-hmm. Just needed more of that. This dance was weird because I felt he was executing the moves correctly. But where was the dancing? The judges ding him for being robotic. And maybe that's kind of what I felt. But Mm -hmm. to me, they're just... 
it was sort of, I do the move, but I'm not feeling it. I'm not really doing it. Yeah, I agree. All sevens, 21. (laughs) Moving along. No, I mean, we'll be quick on Ty. Um, In week six, he performs a jive. He is the first one to go. And let me just, let me just say it. Daddy, I love him. Not for the dance, but he in his package is talking about that the the crowd is booing the judges, but it's when they're giving constructive criticism and that's what he wants to hear and that's what they want to take back and that's what they want to work on. And I was like, I love him. He Say says it all the right things. He says all the right things. I adore him. Like... That is what we have always, we have been ringing that bell. Yes. For years. And it was so nice to hear a, like, not a professional, but to hear the contestant shout that out. Mm -hmm. And not in a way where he's, like, you know, harsh on the crowd or anything like that. He's just like, you know, the crowd always wants to be the judges, but it's when they're being constructive, and that's when I need to hear it. And it's Mm -hmm. like, I just love this man so much. I don't. I don't take away the same love, but I was just like, yes, Ty. Yeah. The dance just was not great. It took much too long to begin. 15 seconds. Yeah. 15 seconds and all he did was jump over Chelsea and the rest of the time he stood. And, like, the slow line dancing part. like, And that's what started after 15 seconds. It was barely moving as is. No, it was just not good. And I just... I don't know. There was very obvious timing issues. His body was very mm-hmm. stiff. He had okay energy in the feet, but it just it just didn't work. And I didn't know if it was Chelsea. I don't know. It just, it wasn't a good routine. Uh, I agree with everything you said. There just needed to be more for him to do. Mm-hmm. But he didn't execute what he had. And he does say in the red room with Melissa, or with Samantha, um, he talks about how when your timing gets off, it's just really hard to get it back in a jive. And it was very obvious that that's what happened. Oh, yeah. In the middle of the dance, it was is bad. Yeah. Listener at home, if you'd like to start playing a drinking game of how many times Katie confuses Melissa and Samantha, if you decide to do that, and we're not advocating for that, maybe maybe do half shots. Because otherwise, you're going to be gone. Yeah, you're not going to make it this far. You're not even going to make it to Chris announcing that there should be a drinking game about this. Here's the thing. I just have Melissa on the brain, and I just love her so much. And she is in the red room. Yeah. Did you see when they did Lawrence's package um, after announcing that David is the one who goes home? Melissa is the first one by Lawrence's side. We love her. We stand a queen. We love her, and we love their friendship. Okay, moving right along to our final contestant to discuss this evening. Uh, that dance I don't know why. is all sixes, 18. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we had to do that. And did I, we really... I feel like maybe we've missed a couple scores in this episode at this point, and you know what? Who cares? Who cares? If you want to know, Google it, for the love of God. We do enough work around here. We watch the dances. We recap them. We tell you our thoughts and feelings. 
Who and get off you expect track? us to tell you the score? I'm sick of it. Our final contestant is someone we are not sick of. It's Lil. Lil. Lil Kim and her partner, Derek Huff. They perform a Viennese waltz. Chris, was she elegant enough for you? Were you transported back to Vienna? Her edges were a bit sharp. I wanted more glide. Mm-hmm. However, she just, at the very beginning of the dance, has this little sly smile, just like closed mouth smile, and it just opens up. And she clearly is feeling it. She is loving it. It was infectious. I was so into it. I had an entirely different (laughs) (laughs) Like, I genuinely, I was like, her face, she is overselling. It looks so cheesy. Like, it does not look real. And like. She was in, she felt the moment. I hope, because I would much rather have it be that. So I'm going to choose to believe you, but it is just so funny to me because that's like literally my first comment is I'm not loving her face. And so the fact that you're just like, she opens up into the smile. I was like, oh God, oh God. But no, I'm going to believe you because I didn't see the sly smile at the start. And I, I have to believe that she really was just that into it. Um, they had gorgeous rise and fall. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Fluid. They had a decent connection. I wondered if she maybe got a hair ahead of the timing at times, but like it was just a well done Viennese from them. Despite the overselling of the face. I mean, it was not oversold. It was sold correctly and I bought it. I And you wanted some I more. would I would buy it again. Please, sir, can I have some more? I'll take whatever Lil is selling. <laughs> this score's 26. Eight from Len, nine from the outsides. Okay, let's find out, Katie. They're jive in week six. Where are you at? I loved it. Okay. I loved it. However... I do feel my criticism is only for Derek. It felt very, very Derek heavy. It was fast. It was exciting. It was high energy, like a great performance. Like I loved all of that. It was exciting. I, I enjoyed watching it. But as I like sat back, I was like, well, it felt like he did all of the kicks. It felt like he did all of the more difficult footwork for it and I just wish he did push her like this was a really good routine I think he pushed her but I wish he would have given her more content in it I do think Derek did a lot in this dance and Mm -hmm. because they were trying to do a storyline Kim is the prison guard he is a convict he's trying to escape Um, so it means he does a lot for sure but mm-hmm. I also thought Kim did a lot as well. I thought there was a lot of Lil in it. I thought there was a lot of... I don't know. It it worked for me. This, the story I bought the storyline and I bought the level of content she was doing and I bought the partnership. Um, but do you feel like she was doing that many kicks and stuff? I do agree. I don't think either of them did a lot of kicks. 
Uh-huh. Which is the, probably the one thing I could have used more of. But it still felt like a jive with a theatrical bent. I thought she showed a lot of energy. I thought she had some fabulous flexibility in it. There was mm-hmm. so much fast stuff. It just wasn't necessarily a lot of kicking. And I know I should be dinging it, but I enjoyed it anyway. And I do That's know- kind of how I am, too, is, like, overall, I did enjoy it so much that, like, I don't... But, like, you know how I am as my drives. I know. What do I want? I just... And, and I know I went in kind of with expectations because this is the dance that I associate with Little Kim. As soon as it... Okay. As soon as we saw the outfits, I was like, I know this jive. Okay. And I think of this as, like, her signature dance. Okay. Um, so I kind of went in with, like, a, I'm going to have so much fun. And I did. Yeah. And so, I want to be clear. I still really enjoyed Like, I still yeah. found it very good. I think she really, like, it is a, I don't want to say improvement, but, like, it just, it is a great routine. It's, it really elevated her status. I mean, it puts her to the top of the leaderboard for the week. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is a very well done routine. But I am almost kind of like Len, where I'm like, well, I wanted more jive content yeah. in it. But I was, I'm still walking away very entertained. Yes. I, I know. I wouldn't have necessarily gone to an eight. I probably would have a nine because I would have liked to see this at a twenty nine or something. It's, it's just hard because this is the, this feels like the first time outside of a freestyle that we're really starting to get showier and flashier in production in a dance. Mm-hmm. Because we have, at the start, the, the spotlights are roaming the floor as though they are police searchlights. We're doing a couple of things where it's like, hmm, we don't usually do things like this. I agree. If we do any sort of, like, cool lighting trick or things, it's it, like the Gilles Cheryl tango where the colors change on the stairs. Mm-hmm. And that's not particularly, like, flashy or production value. Mm-hmm. Clearly, somebody had to discuss it to do it, but, like, this was probably Derek saying, hey, I want searchlights, will you do this? So, how much of me was was caught by the production value? Uh, probably some, but yeah. I really like this dance. As Katie mentioned, Len gives it an 8, and it scores a 28. Highest score of the evening, though. Mm-hmm. And that's the halfway point. So, Katie, we already know you're eliminating Chuck next. Yeah. Who are you booting after that? Lawrence. I, it's so hard. You can say it. Because obviously I'm getting rid of Chuck. No, because I'm kind of in the same boat, even though I think Lawrence is, as a base level, is better than Ty. I'm also frustrated with him, but I think I am getting rid of Ty because the base level is lower. Yeah. So I think I'm going Chuck next and then Ty. Just because, again, we don't like Chuck. We hate him. I, yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And now, Katie, who is your jaunty Seven going to? I haven't thought about mine. I'm giving it to Lil' Kim. I thought about it um as I wrapped up week six, and I was like, you know what? I'm giving it to her. She had a lovely Viennese, and she just had such a delightful jive that I was like, I'm gonna let my girl shine. I'm gonna make a bold choice here. I am not giving out a jaunty Seven. 
because I wasn't necessarily super thrilled with anybody over anybody else. So there is no John T. Seven from Chris. Wow. Well, if I would have known that that was an option, I probably wouldn't have given him one out. (laughs) Well, it wasn't an option. I'm breaking the rules. I'm Lacey Schwimmer, and I'm You're breaking the You're Derek Hupp in All Stars. Sorry, that was too. That was that was so mean of me. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did it. I regretted it the second it came out. Ugh, that was my bad. Anyway, if you have liked what you've heard today. Go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Share with your friends. You can find us on any podcatcher, Apple, Spotify, all of them. Give us a like. Give us a review. Share it. Subscribe. Be alerted when a new episode comes out. I think that's everything Chris normally says. I mean, don't don't be like me and you do have to give a review. Don't decide, you know what, I can break the rules and not do it this time. Yeah, leave a review. And of course, you can interact with us on the social meds. Uh, we are on Facebook, Just Meaningful Plastic. We are on Twitter, at JMPPod. And we are on Insta, JMP.Pod. We're a good time. We're a hood and a half. We do have personal social meds as well, and I think we both use those more than we use. Yep. <laughs> the pod one. Whoops. You know, we never claimed to be good at promotion. No, we did not. So, Katie, I love you and I like you. Chris, I hear you. And I see you. And please stay tuned for the brand new Bob Saget sitcom, Surviving Suburbia, coming up next. Do, 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 do.